well, you know how the iPhone has its amazing spell checker as you go. It yeah. <laughs> well, if you try and do jelly cast as one word, the suggestion that it puts up is jelly astounding. Is it? Yes, it is. I'm going to put that to the test right now. So Jelly astounding. If I start typing jelly cast... No, mine doesn't come up with no. that at all. It just what tells me there's an incorrect name. And why the hell did mine think jelly astounding? You must have typed that at some point and said it was okay. I was having a really good conversation about jelly. My, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Outstanding <laughs> jelly. This jelly is fucking amazing. <laughs> mine, the one that always gets me is when if I put like, when I'm on like trillion or something, if I type sec, mm. like be back in a sec, it always, it sex. always says sex. Always, always, yes. Give me a sex. Again, what kind of conversations have you been having? I don't think I've ever actually sent a text with the word sex in it. Other than by accident. Oh, oh yeah, there's plenty of those. Yeah, there's plenty of those. (laughs) Plenty of those, yeah. (laughs) So there you go. Oh, you missed an opportunity there. I expected my phone to pause and just be a text (laughs) from you. (laughs) Oh, there we go, yeah. Did you you get it? I just got it. You lacked all the exclamation marks. Yeah, well, you said that after I'd already said that. But sent there you it. go. I shall save that for a future reference. For posterity. Yeah. <laughs> Sex message. Welcome to the third Bringo Hearty podcast. I'm Blighty and I'm joined once again by, you know what, I'm not even going to give Don't bother, no, don't bother. <laughs> yeah, no silly introduction this time. We're not trying to get that down five times in a row. No, no, no. It's oh, however many times it was last time. Yes. <laughs> and today we are doing an E3 special. Um, E3 which finished yesterday, officially. Oh no, wait, no, it finished this morning, I think. Depends in where fact. you live. And in case, yeah. in case you didn't know what E3 was, it's the biggest gaming event of the year. The Western one. Okay. Because I would one. I would say Tokyo Game Show is pretty big as well. The one that counts. Okay, the one that counts. <laughs> right, okay. So, yeah, we're probably going to have quite a big roundup of all Conversation that, about all of that. Yeah, of all the bits and pieces that, that you know, we, we enjoyed from it and... Uh, Especially the bits that we didn't like to. Yeah, those are the best bits to talk about. But first we have our usual business to take care of. What are we playing right now? Yeah, what are we playing? Um, what are you playing you're, right now? You're playing Diddly Squat, aren't you, really? Well, we'll, we'll come to that in a second. Oh, what are you doing okay. right now, then? Well, right now I'm not doing anything, but in general I've been playing through Infamous 2. So you only just picked that up recently, then? I did, yeah. I did plan to... Well, no, actually, I didn't really plan to, because I liked the first one, but it was a bit average. Right, okay. But then that I played the demo. Now uh, one of the free titles from the... Um, the yeah, the Welcome Back the welcome campaign back for Sony. Sony. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually got that. It's probably downloading as we speak in the background somewhere. <laughs> so if the podcast is lagging, we know why. No, the PlayStation's not on at the moment. I was just... Oh, right, so it's just waiting for when you do switch on. Yes. And what's the other one you picked of your freebies? Uh, Dead Nation. 
Ah, I picked Infamous, even though I have played it, because I sold it on. <laughs> and I picked Little Big Planet, which ah. I have also already played, but then sold on. Uh, I still have Little Big Planet, so that wasn't an option for me. Um, um, and of the PSP titles? Uh, Little Big Planet, because I don't have it for PSP. So did I. Also... Good show, old bean. <laughs> <laughs> and also Modern Nation Racers. Just because I didn't like the sound of any of the other titles. Yeah, I tried. I got kills on Liberation, and it is garbage. I played it for about five minutes and gave up. I'm glad I didn't pick it up then. <laughs> I mean, I, even if it was free, and even then, I just couldn't bring myself to play any more than five minutes of it. That's pretty bad. Although that is that's the kind of mentality. That's why hackers never stick with games. That, I mean, pirates don't stick with games too long because they're free. Because they're free, so they have no inherent value to them. I suppose that's a good point. I'd never and that's really also why they're that. rubbish with them as well, because they don't spend any time. I mean, I if you want a laugh, wait until a big game just juice come out, and then go to Justin TV or whatever, Justin.TV, a week or two before it's out, and you'll find all the people who've hacked it, playing it, and just watch and get frustrated at how bad they all are. <laughs> so you're saying that like hackers inherently have really bad skills at games because they are they terrible yeah I don't mean hackers in the sense of like using aimbots although technically that's true for them as well really yeah. isn't it so pi- pirates then you're saying that because yeah, the they pi- don't pirates, have patience not hackers. and they don't play mm-hmm. then they don't they don't pick up the skills needed in order to actually get anywhere so oh yeah so what have you been getting through because you've mentioned quite a few things the last podcast yeah so that you had on the go since the last podcast I've mm-hmm. finished off Assassin's Creed 2 I have played through the entire Brotherhood, and I have picked up where I left off on Bioshock. So still Which left was the roughly <laughs> the halfway point of that, was it? Or yeah, pretty much no, no, the you halfway must, no, you point, must, I would say. Yeah. You're slightly over it, I would say, based on where I remember you saying you were. Oh, right, okay. So, yeah, about halfway through that. So I'm, I'm making progress. I've still got um, a few bits and pieces on the list to get through. Uh, Battlefield Bad Company 2, pretty much just a single player of that. Tenchu Z, um, the entire game, basically. <laughs> um, yeah, but well, we could give that another shot, you know, because the netcode might be fixed now, or whatever the issue was uh, might be fixed. No, that wasn't the issue, though. The issue was that we can't get achievements. You can't get the achievements if you play it through. Well, you weren't mod- getting any achievements. Is that really what it was? Yeah. You can't get. Oh. No, that wasn't the. Well, that was one of the issues. You can't get mm-hmm. it when playing multiplayer. But we also did have quite bad lag issues the, as the well. The netcoding on it was really bad. They might have changed it since. Or it might have been my connection, who knows, because remember I had to clear my... Bathtub. The thing, the thing, yeah, my bathtub. <laughs> Cleaning my bathtub improves my internet connection. Yep, try it. Everyone, go out there, try it. It works. Um, and yeah, Final Fantasy thirteen on the end of I have a well. relevant question. Where's all the Minecraft and Dawn of War 2 videos? Um, you go to hell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, Moving on. The problem with... Um, uh, you know, working. The thing with that is, <laughs> the problem mm-hmm. with working nine to five and then trying to finish a backlog of console games means there isn't really a lot of time to to record anything or up. Well, it's uploading not hard to leave yet, something uploading or rendering. It, it, yeah, okay. Um, we haven't. I haven't actually got any more Minecraft videos to put up. Really, for oh. start. Um, so we need to because, play some more or something else. Because anyway. we never continued playing it. Really. True. 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 Yes, so, so um, uh, quickly I'd like to say that I think that Assassin's Creed Brotherhood is much better than Assassin's Creed 2 on all points. Um, I can't remember. I th- yeah, I think I liked it better as well. Just, Although just I think the that. pacing of the story in 2 is a bit better. 
Ezio's no, side of things. No. I mean, I preferred, I prefer Brotherhood. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's entitled to opinion, except they're wrong. Yeah, they're entitled to be wrong. Right, so... We do have a new section that we're going to have to... Well, we're not going to fit this in often. Answering questions we get from people who actually bother their arse to send questions to us. Yeah, so if you do actually listen and you do actually want to send us a question, we will yeah. attempt to put it into the podcast like we're about to do now. Yeah, and you'll get credit. <laughs> I say you'll get credit. Can you kind of like fill some space while I find the name of the guy who asked us a question? <laughs> I can fill some space by telling people where to send questions. Yeah, I get questions. so many comments... Per day, so I'm probably not going to be able to find it. Ah, well, you can dump your questions either on Flick's um, channel on YouTube. So that well, although as you just heard, I probably yeah. If you if you write it on my channel page, you'll yeah, it'll be easy to check there. But I, it was in a comment on a video. So that's you see. Flick oh, that FFX. Yeah, I. I. Mm-hmm. Yep. Flick Final Fantasy it, Eleven. Yeah. Or you can do it on mine, which is um, Bloody Warrior. Much easier to remember. Or um, you can send it to Gmail. Yes, thing. that's that's probably the best bet. Bring or hurry at that's gmail.com. The best, yeah, the best way to make sure we see it. Yeah. Because so the question we did get, okay, here we go. Oh, oh. I, I, can't, I can't pronounce this name. HKNUX5112. <laughs> this isn't like your, your, your alter ego, is it? You haven't like... No, it's not. <laughs> ...pretended that you're sending in a question, no. so we've got one. My grammar would be far better than his. All right, okay. Um, he wants to know if we are excited about the next Assassin's Creed game and if we will be putting up multiplayer videos again. Ah. So there you go. That is a the one and only question we have been given since the last podcast. Well, at least somebody did send one in. Okay. Yes. Uh, I assume he means Brotherhood say videos. About this, or shall we? <laughs> it depends. If he means Brotherhood videos, possibly not, because I mean I will go back to it to finish off the achievements. But people got sick of me playing Manhunt, and Manhunt is the only game mode in it that I enjoy. I tried uh, the DLC were, ones; yeah, didn't yeah. really, didn't really do anything for me. The chest one was a bit interesting. I've yet so to I'd, try the um, the new uh, game modes and stuff. So, well, that may be a reason to make videos in, like our first few attempts at the chest grab or whatever they called it. But what he was more interested in was revelations. Yeah, revelations. Well, I watched the three the on-stage demo and it just looks like more of the same. No, that's not bad. It's just I'm getting a bit sick of Ezio. Yes. <laughs> I, I was going to say the same thing. Um, I was kind of hoping for somebody new maybe in a new you know, time zone or something. But He is said, a badass but that's not the real story so I don't want to see more of that. <laughs> like have... Patrice, what's his name of Ubisoft famously said he made Ezio a badass motherfucker yeah. on purpose. He's Canadian, so he doesn't. That doesn't mean a swear word to him. Oh. It's funny. He said that in a game trailer video, <laughs> <laughs> and then afterwards realized he said, "Oh no, no, sorry, it's not swearing for me. I'm Canadian, French Canadian." Genius. Genius. Yeah. We should we should use that as an excuse. Well, if I go find it, we could probably put that video in the blog post afterwards. We're if British. anyone wants to see him swearing, we're out to swear because we're British. I'm getting spammed with things on Facebook. <laughs> I'm only on Facebook because the website I write for made me. Made you. Made me. But yes, we are looking forward to Revelations and we will probably cover a little bit more detail about that later on. Um, I do expect that both of us will get it and you will do it. Yeah, I will get it. (laughs) Yeah, and we will play the multiplayer of that even though it is 
it's not going to be a hugely different version from what I've seen. There was some oh. video footage at E3. So it did more of the same with more characters and stages, basically. It, it might be, yeah, there might be a few different... By then it might be people. so long since we played it, it'll be like it's new again, so that's not so bad. That's a good point, because mm. it is uh, November that we've got to wait for that, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much everything's coming out in the Christmas rush. I mean, we're going to have to start putting aside money now. Well, it's helpful for me because my birthday lands in that time, so I don't need to... Aha! I just go, want, want, want... Um. So Space Marine. <laughs> so Space Marine. There was more So Space Marine at E3 as well. Yeah, we're we're going into the like talking about that rather than following we are, on. Like, we are, but, but who cares? I mean, we've got topics to dance around with. The third party developers at E3 were a hell of a lot more interesting than the main parties. Yeah, I would probably say that that's 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 quite accurate. <laughs> and that's it's not always true, but this year was definitely. Unless, I mean, we can go back and talk about the main conferences if you'd like. Yeah, I think we should cover those first because that'll get all the shit out of the way. <laughs> Literally, yeah, okay. <laughs> Not to but spoil almost. anything. But yeah. <laughs> so, first up was Microsoft. Yes, it was the first one, and it started in possibly the funniest way. It started with um, the Modern Warfare 3, because last year it was Black Ops, so this year yeah. it's Modern Warfare 3. And the guy who was on stage to play it, once it got to the point where he could start playing, his controller disconnected itself. Yeah, it was which is fairly fairly amusing. But at the same and time, it does does prove that it wasn't. I it can't. proved that he was really playing, but yeah. it was so on the rails the amount of stuff they showed. He might as well have been not playing. The majority of um, modern warfare games do play mm-hmm. sort of on the rails. I mean, though. they picked an air a bit that was just prey looking. Yeah, there wasn't much playing to but it at those, all. But those 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 sections, the the one that he was playing through was where there was like sort of you're underwater, then you attack a submarine, and then mm-hmm. you come out of the submarine and onto a, a speedboat sort of thing, and then there's like fighting and things exploding and all sorts of stuff and chases and stuff. That sort of thing is fun to play. I know, I know that you know you might say, oh well, you might as well watch a film, but it is fun to play that sort of scene, that sequence. It's good fun. If you ask, me. I I agree that it is exciting, but but it should have relevance to what's going on. I and hopefully, and modern warfare games do not have a good history with storyline. <laughs> I suppose you suppose you're probably right. Um, I still don't know why the bad guy in Modern Warfare Two did it. It doesn't lend itself well to replayability for for that. But then that's what the multiplayer is for. Yes, they just I hate multiplayer being a being a free pass to making a shit single player. <laughs> <laughs> it irritates me about Modern Warfare, it irritates me about Gears of War, it irritates me about countless other games that get well, by on the multiplayer. We talked about this in the last podcast, so I think... Not enough. More, com- more complaining. <laughs> <laughs> but what else was in the Microsoft uh, conference? Connect. Lots and lots and lots of Connect. Too much Connect, but not quite as much as last year, because last year was nothing but well, yeah, because they were revealing it. Was, yeah, it was the, the announcement of it, so fair enough. But I suppose yeah, the way that see. I look at it is that they're thinking this is this is going to be the year where you know it's either make or break for Connect. It's either going to actually find its niche and do really... Well, it's I think, selling things, isn't it? It's I think their sales strategy is tell gamers enough times that they don't want a controller and they'll start to believe it because that seems to be the only thing they are hoping for at the moment. And it's not true. Like, they had the Ghost Recon 
on stage demo and they showed, well, oh, you can use Connect with this now. You can use your hands to spin weapons when you're customizing them. Or to Why? Say, to say Why? To, to, to like shuffle like you know weapon loadouts. And like stuff voice like recognition, that. like they showed in Mass Effect Three, it has voice recognition, so you can say to Liara, "Fuck off." And she'll go away. I didn't actually see that bit. It does have it. It does have it. To check is that see when assuming I understand your accent when you're playing in combat on Mass Effect and you end up like Mm -hmm. sort of semi pausing the game in order to to pick a particular skill or spell or whatever. Let's call it spell. Can you, voice, can, you, can you voice activate that instead of? It, it, sh- it showed and claimed that you can voice activate your allies using their abilities. Yes, that I do like. Yeah, that aspect of Connect is good voice recognition, but the actual no controller part is not good. So really, what they could have just done with is some sort of elaborate microphone. Yeah, exactly. Because, like I say, in the Ghost Recon bit, he was spinning the gun around and it was all very nice, and then he entered a virtual training ground where he sort of had to pull pretend he was pulling the gun over his shoulder and then aim and fire and it, why? Who wants to come in after a day of work and stand in their front living room pretending they're holding a real gun? Kids. Kids who kids don't, don't Kids don't work. work and kids don't play 18 rated games. Well, kids aren't supposed <laughs> to play 18 lie. rated games. <laughs> All kids play 18 rated games. There's people that uh, buy it. In fact, it's the parents statistically, fault. It's the, parents sales, the sales of Modern Warfare like Black Ops, for example, it it must be like pretty much physically impossible for it not to be, yeah, a know, large exactly. portion of kids under the age of eighteen. See, it used to be, or well, it still is. Parents don't understand that the ratings for games are as meaningful now because of graphics, etc., as yeah. they are on horror movies, for example, or porn. So, if a game if a game is rated eighteen, it's either got filthy language or excessive violence, or blood, both. or etc., or both. Like, ah, Saints Row 3, that has a dildo katana in it. <laughs> I saw that in the video. <laughs> <laughs> and it has a I'm man looking, I am actually well. looking forward to that, you know, because although I enjoyed the epicness and the story of Grand Theft Auto 4, as a game, Saints Row 2 was better than Grand Theft Auto 4. Yeah, I, I don't think that I would miles. have been convinced until I picked it up and played it through with you, that mm-hmm. Saints Row 2, but as a game, in terms of like the, the fun factor, the gameplay the, factor, Just the sheer over-the-top fun Graphically, better. story might not, not necessarily good, no. have been you know the same as Grand Theft Auto in the same league, but for the actual enjoyment from start to finish. But the guys that made it clearly realised they couldn't eclipse... Rockstar in that sense, so they went in the direction Rockstar couldn't, which was being a bit more over the top comical. Well, in the in the like interview that I watched um, at E3 for Saints mm-hmm. Row, they 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 were talking about that element where they just went like like there is no rules. They just say like you know, but you know by the end of the game and stuff without you know, spoiler alert, it's like you know yeah, yeah, yeah. the the Saints versus the army, you know, which is just <laughs> ridiculous. But you know that's that's the attitude that they took. It's just that do whatever the hell you want. As long as it's fun. Did but, you watch the CG trailer? Uh, no, I didn't. I think it was kind of setting up what the plot of that one will be about, because the second one did pretty much leave off with you owning the entire city. Yeah, pretty much. And it seems like that's how the third one picks off. A few years later, you still own the city, and then people start trying to assassinate various high-ranking members. I see. And there's, it seems to be a lot more high-tech as well. That's the other thing I noticed. Like Quite a few years maybe had gone by. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, so that was their big thing this year. Big name third-party developers like Bioware, etc. They're using Kinect now in their games. It's it's more of a gimmick in, than like in, an actual in gimmicky ways. of that mm-hmm. hardware with the game. And that's what the problem I have with 
um, connect, move, and the Wii. Um, because just it just all those things seem to be far too gimmicky, and there's never really any real integration into the game. I mean, you can say like the only one I can really think of on top of my head is like Connect Sport, not Connect Sports, Wii Sports. It might as well be the same name. Might yeah, as well okay. Be. But th- that's the only one I can think of. Fill in the blank sports. That's the that that is the only one that that really sort of integrates the two to the point where it actually has like a real meaning for you to be doing it yourself as opposed to with a controller. Yes, I think people will probably be surprised that we're not mentioning the two inverted commas big surprises at the Microsoft conference. <laughs> Partly because we don't really care that much about Halo games, but also. An hour and a half before the Microsoft conference, some idiot must have pushed the go button on updating Xbox.com too soon and accidentally revealed Halo 4 before the conference started. Yes, um, it it wasn't as big. A, I think they were expecting a bigger um, like. Reaction. In every conference this year, there were moments where they paused, expecting a huge reaction, and got nothing. It was very funny. <laughs> I, I did not just Microsoft, that, and that all of them. Yeah, that was across the board. Um, and then they kind of thought, oh, all right, these guys are wanting us to clap. Oh, okay then. We'll get, we'll get and then they just clap a few bits. with the Nintendo one, I reckon. Yeah. But, um, yes, yeah, so there's a remake of the first Halo. And the, and the re- yeah. remake of the first one, the anniversary. And uh, of course, Bungie is having nothing to do with this. Yeah. This new trilogy is it's Halo 4, 5, 6. What, what I don't... Um, I, don't, I mean, I don't mind that because you know if it's a, a new story and so on, it, you know they mm-hmm. might take it in a different direction for you know gameplay and so on. And I, I hope so because by the end, Bungie were too far up their own arse. I didn't have that much of a problem with the Halo series, but I wasn't like you know a really big fan. Um, I liked the first one, hated the second one, third one was meh, Reach, Reach. was meh, Reach was okay. So yeah. Microsoft Conference uh, Connect. Was there anything else connect. other than that than Halo? Uh, Halo? Probably not. And Halo didn't go down as well as they were they were really expecting. I would think because the Halo fans are in fact Bungie fans, probably. Yeah, possibly. it's not really a Microsoft thing, and they're not happy that so their characters are. Later on, on than that, we had the mm-hmm. Sony conference. The Sony one, yeah, which everyone was curious about because of whether or not they would mention the outage. Yes, and it was and the did. first thing mentioned. <laughs> so they, they did well there. In fact, of the big three, Sony's was the one I disliked the least. And your prediction from the last podcast didn't come true. Nobody. No, I really hoped that what's his name, Trent, Troy, whatever his face, would kill himself. <laughs> but never mind. <laughs> he looked a lot older and tired, though. I think, and they didn't. No, Kevin Butler this year as well. No, I noticed. Um, it, they, I think they, they dealt with it all right. I think they got away with I, it. I'm happy that they addressed it. That's yeah. what I was hoping because I wouldn't have liked it if they just pretended it never happened. So, in a nutshell, big announcements from Sony. The Vita, Vita. How is it you pronounce that? I'm not sure if it's Vita or Vita. I don't really care. I've been saying it's Vita. P- PSV is the best way to say it. I would PSV. think. Yeah, that's a good. PSV. Idea. That'll be what it'll get shortened down to, possibly. Yeah. Or people will start calling it the Vita. That'll be annoying. It has. A touch screen on the front, and it oh, also has a touch screen on the back. I did. Uh, yeah, know. it does. I didn't do a lot of research about it. I just went, "Oh, that's kind of shiny." Well, thought, for the on-stage demo of one of the v- PSV games, it was the Uncharted game for it, and they gave an example like you can tap when you're doing the climbing sections. Okay. Okay, so, okay, we'll, so we're talking we'll about that, Sony's. We'll go back to so the Sony's, specs of it. 
3D screen thing, which isn't new technology I've recently discovered. Because I thought it was that two people looking at the same screen can see different images. Something that, on, that's not new. So there was a, something on Top Gear that showed that, where it was a sat nav, and from the driver's mm. perspective they saw a sat nav, and from the passenger's perspective they were watching TV. I thought that's genius. Yes, cause I it is. It's, it's amazing. It's like sci-fi, but still, <laughs> I'm, it's I'm, real. I'm always the passenger, so I would always get to just sit and watch telly. <laughs> Brilliant. So yeah, that's the, their big thing, a 3D TV that you can play in scri- split screen but it's not split screen, it's a full screen each. Yeah. And there's a package with of that, some glasses, Resistance 3. It's quite a cool concept, because it's, I mean, that whole sort of split screen element has, you know, we've had that for for forever now. And yeah, they're clearly hoping that's on the wane. Yeah, and, you know, they've they've dealt with that with, like, the whole, you know, we'll have multiplayer and you, you play over, you know, Xbox Live or, you know, in this case, you know, the PlayStation Network, but... You know, if you still want more people within one house to play it, you're still stuck with split screen, and I suppose that solves it. <laughs> it solves it, assuming you can afford a 400 quid 3D TV dollars or whatever, which is not 400 quid. Rarely does something translate over here at exactly the price it should be compared Exchange to the American no, price. Mm-hmm. We end up getting it actually jacked we, up in price normally. We pay a lot more. Yeah. I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we pay the equivalent of six or $700. I, or, I, my prediction <laughs> will be... Oh yeah, okay, I've right, put in predictions. Mine's uh, six or $700 equivalent. All right. So can I go 650 just to be a dick? You can, but I'll just ignore you. Right, I'll go with 650. <laughs> I'll go with 651. So, did Sony have anything else in particular that they were announcing? Um, I can't think of Well, they had, like, they had an on-stage demo of Resistance 3. That wasn't really interesting to me. They had uh, Uncharted 3. That that would be okay, I reckon. I quite liked the second one. I'm trying to think what else. I didn't play any of the, the Uncharted games yet. They had the Bioshock guy on. I can't remember his name now. The Bioshock guy. The Bioshock guy, the guy who is doing all the promo PR work for Bioshock Infinite. Which I'm not. I'm not too sure about that game in general because I didn't like Bioshock Two. I have not finished the first one, so I haven't tried the second one yet. Third one, well, completely new setting, storyline, everything. It is, and I'm glad because it shouldn't be as much of a cash-in as Bioshock 2 was. Because the first Bioshock I absolutely love, it'll be on my top ten list of all-time games forever. Yeah. Anyway, so, Nintendo conference. The worst one. The worst one, even though that they had, I would su- su- suppose that they say, the the biggest of the three reveals. <sighs> if you say so. Well, <laughs> this is where our opinions differ a little bit. Okay, I, I want to hear what makes what what sounds good about the Wii U. Right. Yeah. So other than it's a fun noise to, to make. Straight to the heart of the point. Yeah. They because the rest of the con- concept, there is no point not... talking about the rest of the conference because a they never did a single live stage demo, it's and not... b they only had what's his name Miyamoto on the stage plugging Zelda orchestral CDs. It's yeah. Can you tell him a little bit annoyed about how shit that conference was? <laughs> Okay, carry on, right, go on then, defend the Wii U, do your so, best. Yeah, so it's not actually like a, a new generation console, it's like just basically a current generation console, but their second attempt at one, is the way that I look yes. at it. So yes, I would I'm agree, I'm not looking yeah. at it to improve on the graphics of this current generation, Yeah. which okay. it doesn't, fair, fair It doesn't, to say. correct, yeah. Although the only real evidence we have of that is the that bird 
flying around tech trailer thing. That tech demo, which I mean, if you remember the Xbox tech demo. <laughs> yes, there's there is that something that has been brought up is the the GameCube tech demo that showed what the Zelda game for that <laughs> was supposed to look like. And the oh, result, oh, I know, can't believe I forgot about that. Yeah. So so okay, it's fairly safe to say that you know graphically, it's not going to be like a big badass. No, it is not. It's going to be almost as good as the current generation. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay yeah, it's about with time. It's about time they caught up. Okay, if they, yeah, on that sense, I'm okay with that. I'm yeah. okay if it's you know about the same sort of thing. But but what I do like is is some of the things that you can do with their new controller. Now I was saying before about you know gimmicky things like connecting the move and all that sort of stuff mm-hmm. that it feels too too much like a gimmick and there's no real reason to use it. But some of the stuff that you can use with a tablet style controller that acts as a independent screen as well. You are one in the million people who has any real need for that. But it's not the, no, the average person does not. The, the fact that you can use it as a screen, fair enough, right? Uh, you know, we're discussing about you know, mm-hmm. the ability for me to use that and for somebody else to use the TV. Maybe I am one in a million on that regard. But what I was thinking more is like the actual application of playing multiplayer games or even you know single player <laughs> games and stuff like that. Are you going to say like if you need the toilet, <laughs> you can take your Wii U? <laughs> yeah, you're camp- you're you can take your Wii U to do a Wii. And you really don't want to die and lose your. You kill really streak, don't want so. to give up that camping spot because you've got a good kill streak going. <laughs> <laughs> but you're absolutely bursting for shit. Yeah. So you just get up. <laughs> You make like a real life sniper and just go. And, you know, muting mm. your microphone is optional. <laughs> uh. No, no, that's that's not... That was my first sort of thought. Oh, that might be quite cool. But that isn't really my main focus of that anymore. Now, now right. people have been talking about like their game concepts and stuff. And there's the obvious where, you know, instead of having your menu come up in, in front of the screen, you know, the menu mm-hmm. comes up on this little tablet in front of you, which is quite cool. But that's that's been done. It's not really that big a deal. But what what we were looking at the other day is that you could have. They were talking about how like um, the problem is going to be that you only really can at the moment use one of these controllers with it. But the concept yeah. put forward where there's like a, a hide and seek game, right? Now this isn't mm-hmm. like a graphic. This is just like as a yeah. Uh, they didn't have any tech demo. Well, no, they had the tech demo, demo no, and nothing no else. No they actually put up like. Conceptual screenshots and pictures. Yes. And conceptual That's how desperate they were. Used PS3 or Xbox pictures. They, 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 it wasn't. It wasn't footage used from the console at all. It was from pictures from the Xbox and so on. But anyway, the the concept behind this game was that it was like hide and seek, and you play it with four players. Three out of the four people are running around using the main big telly in the room, using Wii remotes or whatever, trying to find mm-hmm. on a map. You can have you know this in the in Wii graphics, shit graphics, whatever. They're running around trying to find the fourth person. The fourth person is using the screen so that he can see where he is. While sitting on the toilet. He could be sitting on... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> while taking a dump. Uh, while driving Can you honestly see while... yourself spending an evening like that? Honestly? I mean, okay, if you have a bunch of kids, I suppose. Yeah, but... But that was just like one, one idea of something that, I mean... Remember, like watching other people's screens when playing Goldeneye, and it made it really mm-hmm. easy, especially if you're playing against rookies and stuff. And you you knew where they were on the map, even when they didn't. Yes, and that eliminates yeah. that sort of element. From, I mean, obviously, you're not playing that that same sort of game, but that removes 
you know it adds that sort of element to the game that you didn't have before where one person can have a separate screen within the same household and so would Sony's TV technically because you'd be wearing the glasses and you'd only see your that's, half that's their alternative to it I prefer yeah. their alternative to that but what, what I was getting at is that that's an interesting like concept it sounds like there are more things that you will be able to, to implement like like really in games using the tablet as opposed to you know the, the gimmicky sort of move where you know it's like well why can't I just sit down and aim with a joystick rather than stand up and try to aim with a gun the one aspect of it I thought I liked but then realised I misunderstood was I thought it was a self-contained console slash handheld I thought because it said you can stream wirelessly to anything so I thought oh great it's a portable console essentially you can stream to anything that has that capability right, and then okay. it turns out no it's not it's, it is just a pad and there is a box a box that actually looks like the first generation of 360s it, do- <laughs> it does look like that doesn't it yeah, and I mean, the handheld itself looks like a 3DS and a Sony PSP had a bastard child. And called it Bob. Yeah. Really, Realistically, the Nintendo thing only really came out to be like the Wii U. That was about it, really, wasn't it? Yeah. That I can think the of. Wii U, Wii U, Wii U. <laughs> Even the name is fucking stupid. <laughs> oh, that's a thing I can complain about. The first thing that Reggie blah 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 Nintendo face said when he came onto stage was look in a really aggressive way. I said, don't start us. And then he went on to say, look, and then kind of, well, A, he just he tried to justify the 3DS not doing so well and then pointing out the gamers are wrong for not buying it, which was very stupid. And then when he was about to reveal the Wii U with um, Iwata, whoever his name is, he's, he, he, like got the, he got the crowd ready for it being a stupid name. He started saying, well, oh, do you remember when we said Wii and people thought, how stupid is that? And then they thought it was okay when you started hearing it. And pause briefly there to try and imagine when that was. <laughs> did you did you ever think we was a good name? I I never thought. I I actually remember, and they were talking about like the code name was Revolution, and I thought you know that's actually all yeah. right, that's fine. And even like as a code name, you know that was that was cool, it was okay. And as you know, the thing that I think most annoys me about it is because their justification for the Wii U, I think, is because it puts the U in in there, and they want to like get the player more involved, etc. And that means they're using U instead of Y-O-U. That's, and as yeah. we already know from a previous podcast, that makes me murder, death, kill. I think something that might be quite interesting to talk about before we get on to um, the, miscellaneous the, next, stuff. the next round of, of games and so on that we've not mm-hmm. talked about is um, your review of L.A. Noir. because Yes, talked... which was posted the day after we filmed, la- filmed recorded filmed. the last podcast. Where's the camera? If I told you that, I wouldn't see you in the shower. I see. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So, so your, your review had mixed critique I'm, I'm, I am impressed that it got mixed critique because I expected nothing but abuse you, and it was, it was actually 50-50 yeah because like I joked with my editor before it got posted because we were discussing changes he'd made to one of the paragraphs I said what's the point in talking about it we both know people who look at it will skip to the score 
don't bother reading it and then just go straight to insulting me. And that is exactly what the people who had a problem with it did. It, it was, it, it was. It, I sat and read through quite a, a large portion of the comments that went. Oh, and N four G. I mean, I didn't bother going through that cesspit. I I did out of curiosity, just just to see just how bad mm. some of the some of them were, and some of the greatest ones were where people said that they they, they treated it as if as if Critical Gamer themselves were writing this as opposed to like an individual person. So they were saying, oh, you know, this coming from somebody that it was like, oh, go back to your Halo um, and Modern Warfare 2, you kid. Um, and, and you know, this coming from, from somebody that's, you know, rated Modern Warfare 2 as 10 out of 10, mm-hmm. failing to see that if they actually went and looked at the reviews that you did, what was, the, what was the score that you actually gave it? Well, no, the person who actually reviewed Modern Warfare for the site did give it that. Yeah, but what did you give it? Oh, I said it was about a 6 out of 10 at best in their... Article yeah. I wrote, so, slamming it. So th- there you go. The, the case in point was that mm-hmm. that you did do your own review of that game and didn't give out what they believed that you did or would. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, flawed argument. It is, uh, it is normal to assume people assume a site acts as a single entity. True. Whereas it isn't a bunch of folk who have different opinions. But uh, what I couldn't quite understand was that they they seemed so majority of people that complained about it seemed you know insistent that it was done just for the ratings it was done just for you know getting the hits that's another common assumption when a review decides it doesn't like a game because it's... people are too used to games getting at least 8 out of 10 8 out of 10 is bad apparently <laughs> like one of the people who commented on my review I'm just checking it now to get the quote they said if you mark a game 4 out of 10 that means it isn't a completed game like what <laughs> What? How stupid are you? <laughs> For if it's only one below average. I mean, it's not saying that the the game is unfinished. It's just if the game was unfinished, good. I would write in my review: "This game is unfinished. There's a level that isn't done." Like Final Fantasy fourteen, you would say, "This ain't done." Exactly. Yeah, because that's that is a perfect example. In fact, yeah, Final Fantasy fourteen is a game which is not done. <laughs> it's not finished. <laughs> So, yeah, so quite a lot of... Oh, yeah, right, here, yeah, here we are. I'm going to read a choice quote. Sorry, but this review is totally misleading to your readers. Sure, no game is perfect, and there are areas that could have been improved upon, but to give it a four means that a game is unfinished, buggy, and almost unplayable, putting it in the same league as Iron Man, too human, and dead or alive extreme beach volleyball. <laughs> That's... No, I can't agree with that. Dead or alive extreme beach volleyball is a piece of gaming gold. <laughs> I couldn't say I'm that. I'm trying to find other ones over. to. <laughs> couldn't keep a straight face. Although I will take the opportunity to say thank you to the people who saw sense and that either agreed with me, well, I was going to say, or argued their points, but no one did. Of the people who, everyone who complained, not one of them tried to argue against any of the points I I made that I think justified the score. So, despite just pointing out that they didn't think they agreed with you, they didn't actually argue against it. Yeah. This is one of the most stupid reviews I have read. I hate when websites give a good game bad reviews based on stupid things like if I review if I interview someone and make a mistake I can't go back and select a past option. Now while I did complain about that, he's not being entirely accurate. Because I said I don't mind finishing a scene and doing it not perfect as long as I can then go back and correct it. Yeah, without essentially. And the, and, and the, the fact you have that. to do the whole thing. Like what if you get to the second last interview in a case and you make a mistake? You've now got to play back the last two hours or whatever. 
to get back to that point and get it right. Yeah, that's a bit. That is stupid. Well, while we're on grapes, I've got okay, some yes, cinema you have, grapes. Okay, yes, you have something to complain about. Let's, let's hear this. So, I went to the cinema the other night to see The Hangover 2. And this Can is you a... very briefly tell me what The Hangover is about? Because I've never heard of them. Did you see the first one at all? No, then, no. Right. No, I, I've never, never heard of them. Right, uh, well, does I live in a gaming tin. cave. Bunch of guys, uh, the first one, it's like a bunch of guys, somebody's getting married, they go for like a bachelor party, um, and uh, essentially they all end up like that wasted and can't remember what happened the night before, and it's like following them as they try to piece things back together for all the crazy shit that happened. And so obviously it's dude, the next where's my car, basically? Sorry? It's dude, where's my car, basically? Yeah, pretty, well, yeah, but it's not it hasn't got the same atmosphere as dude where's my car that's very sort of you know lowbrow comedy slapstick yeah I can't be- I can't believe I've watched that film it's brilliant anyway so The Hangover 2 is like in the same sort of vein but it's different location okay. different a lot of it's very very similar it's like they took the same formula and thought you know we can probably squeeze another movie out and it while while like on paper that sounds really bad it, it does, does yeah. it does actually work it does. It does actually work because because it's a kind of humour that's right up your alley. It's it's not just, well. Yeah. Okay. I suppose there's that. So to speak. Nudge. Nudge. Wink. Wink. <laughs> See, that's the kind of caliber of joke that'll be in it. No. Or the gro- no, no, or it'll it's be gross. No. No. not like that. It's more. It's more like um, spoiler alert here. <laughs> if you if you like go Google for somebody will have this clip up on YouTube, no doubt. But if you put in like Hangover Two Shiitake Mushroom, um. It will, it will, it will probably take you to the sort of thing that that the film is basically like. <laughs> so you're saying you enjoyed the film. So what was the gripe you had then? The gripe was with the cinema, not with the film. Now, that one specific it, cinema, or just in general? I've noticed it more with this particular cinema, but then it is like just like literally down the road from from where I live. So it's all right, okay, yeah. But mm-hmm. I suppose it applies across the board. I've noticed it more recently because because the cinema is so close. We never leave like really early. We never think, oh, you know, we'll we'll leave. Make sure we get in in there, get our tickets and that sort of stuff. We go ten minutes before it's supposed to start. So mm-hmm. you know, some of the blame I suppose could fall on us. But you would expect that if you got there and there was like three people in front of you in the queue, and there's ten minutes before it starts, that you would probably get through the queue in ten minutes, wouldn't you? I would, unless you were in an airport, yes. This last outing to the cinema was perfectly fine, but the the occasion that I have an issue is was then Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen. I think it was came out, and we were there forty minutes before it started. Mm-hmm. We'd, we'd gone early, um, and we didn't manage to get our tickets in time. You didn't get it in time before it starting. No. So you didn't get in. No, 40 minutes. We left. People that were that desperate to see that pile of shit? It wasn't really, really, really busy. It wasn't like they were clearing out the door. It was nothing to do with that. And you can put it down to two things. And this is where the gripe comes in. Okay, right. First up, you could say, well, okay, the guys that are working behind the counters are really slow. And they are. They are pretty fucking slow. It takes Mm -hmm. them, you know, ridiculous long time. And you've got, like, groups of, like, six or seven people. And they all want to queue together, but pay individually, that sort of thing. So while it looks like the queue's moving, it's, it is in <laughs> fact going really slowly. But the other big 
bit, and this is the thing that annoys the fuck out of me, is people that decide, I'm going to the cinema, you know what, I'm going to have my dinner while I'm there. So they order hot dog, they order nachos, crisps, sweets, slush puppies, um, ice cream. They want, like, their whole fucking meal so they can sit in the cinema and eat a meal. Who the fuck does that? <laughs> I go, I go and I have Frankie and Benny's, then I go to the cinema. And then when I'm in there, right, I'll, I'll make be, a drink. Would you I'll be acceptable with a drink, yeah, or and a popcorn? A drink and like a popcorn. The, the stereotypical, the stereotypical cinema stuff. And a drink and a popcorn and a ticket will take you no time at all to ring through the till and get sorted. Because popcorn, it's like they open the thing up, they shake. Up. Sometimes it's already pre-made up. Yes, yeah, they are. Yeah. They just have it all sitting, there and it's just there. Do a drink, put it to the till, done. You're, you're two seconds. But when you want to start fanning about with fucking hot dogs and nachos and you know cheese and all that sort of shit and then that's not just for one person <laughs> it turns out it's like six people and not just that but they're sitting in like you know not i won't say that confined but you know you're sitting with you know different people and stuff and you're quite close together and you've got like stinking food which is going to sit there or the smell is going to remain yeah there the smell is going to linger in the room you know, for two the hours two hours mm-hmm. that oh it fucking annoys me Lots and that lots of swearing because it folk, really, really annoys folk me. take their kids into the cinema as well and the kids start crying. Like, Ugh. I used to go to holiday parks when I was younger and they were always full of kids crying. That's, that annoys me as well. I don't go to the cinema anymore because it is basically a willing mugging. You go there and be mugged. Well, you go in there with a wallet full of money and you come out the exceptions with an empty wallet. The exception you're going to go and see something in 3D. 3D... Well, I mean the, more, the not just the price of a good. ticket. I mean the price they charge for a bag of sweets or popcorn. The price has skyrocketed, and you know they. It's the same catch twenty two situation. Pirating that, and stuff, but yeah, it's uh, the catch twenty two situation of they have to put prices up to encourage profits, but that shies people away, so the yep. less people appear, etc. <laughs> well, to link this back, the theme of things we absolutely hate to to E three. By like at the end of the Nintendo conference, they had a horrible, horrible video of pre-scripted interviews with various figureheads of gaming <laughs> like Peter Moore and the guy from EA whose name the French guy who I can't remember for Ubisoft I'm really bad anyway, with names so don't ask me they had the Bioshock guy who I mentioned previously the Bioshock and he, guy he said on the subject of the Wii U that Nintendo had brought the hardcore gamers what they wanted and I just went absolutely apeshit <laughs> at that comment <laughs> because how much did he get paid to to say that pile of crap. I did. It does seem like they must have been paid for those. Of sort course, of they were too. paid. But I mean, does he have? Does he have no? Uh, so. Yeah. Like, does he have no self-respect? <laughs> <laughs> That's what the hardcore gamers need. Another gimmick. That's what they want. I mean, if Nintendo offered me money to say that, I wouldn't, no matter how much money it was, because I have respect for the hardcore. What they call hardcore price. gamers. Everyone has, Everyone I, has a price for I'd certain things, but there are things money. at which someone will not accept money for. I, I would. I've got no integrity whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you. Uh, so if you have, if, if you have anything you'd like him to do for yeah, money, if you, if you would email like us. Do or say anything <laughs> for money. Obviously, it depends on what you want me to do or say on how much it will cost. But yeah, I'll probably do it within reason. Within reason, I'm sitting. I'm sitting here silent now, trying to think of something totally not within reason. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't shit in my own hands and smear it <laughs> over my own face, for example. That I wouldn't well, do. 
to be honest, well, I, wasn't gonna actually, go, I wasn't going to go no, in that no, direction. No. <laughs> I was thinking more like, I don't know, recite a Nick Griffin speech in an all-black neighbourhood. For How much money, would you get I, paid I probably to would. Money won't save you. No, but fast legs will. True, true. <laughs> and with that amount of money, you can have them. <laughs> buy some fast legs. <laughs> We've gone off on a rant again. We have. Well, I was curious what format you were thinking of buying. Depends on how, how well my PC will run it. So I'm hoping for some sort of either benchmark or demo or something. But demos these I days... I assume you wouldn't mind if it didn't look perfect. No, I don't, I don't have to have it look like you don't have to have an ultra, but it has to like run it so that it's not looking awful. At the same time, I'm getting a decent frame rate because frame rate is a must for an FPS. Yeah, that's that's the more important thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't mind scaling things down once I've gotten into the game and enjoying the gameplay. Yeah, as long as it doesn't look like terrible. Yeah, as long as it doesn't look like like my ship slowing down a slalom. Where does that expression come from? No idea. <laughs> a slalom. Answers a slalom. <laughs> Yeah, someone was really, really scared going down one of those things. So one of the other games that yeah I'd heard was coming out, but mm-hmm. you know hadn't really heard a lot a lot about until E three was Tomb Raider, the reboot of the franchise, and the trailer that that was announced for it. I didn't really see an awful lot of like him actually playing or anything in particular. But oh, so you didn't see the on stage demo then, that gameplay of it. I saw like where you know he was escaping from the crazy guy, and you know it, yeah, that's it, that's pretty much what this, this oh, right, stage so demo I must was. Have yeah, seen all of it then, basically. Mm-hmm. It looked really good. Now I haven't played Tomb Raider game since Tomb Raider three, years and years and years. It looked yeah, graphically it looked good. Graphics mm-hmm. look good. Um, it, was, it had quick time events though. I don't know. Uh, but so mm-hmm. did you know like Heavy Rain had quick time events, and that well, was good. Heavy Rain was a quick time event. Yeah, it was an interactive movie. Anyway, yeah, yeah so. I, I don't know. I think it might be quite quite good. I think I think because of playing like Assassin's Creed lately, getting back into that sort of platformy sort of thing. Because yeah, well, really you probably heavy. like the Uncharted games then, because it's a mixture of Gears of War I, style gunplay yeah, and the demo. And climbing. basically, people attribute um, Uncharted to be Sony, not Sony, the PlayStation's equivalent of Gears of War. Yeah, Mancroft is how he's referred to. Mancroft. Mancroft. Mm-hmm. Lovely. So, voiced yeah, by Nolan North, who does a voice in every other game. Are you then maybe considering getting Tomb Raider? I have my eye on it. It's been a while since I played one as well. I did play all the other, the older ones, because I liked them. I think I, I was stopped just... at a certain point, though. <laughs> I think I was a little bit impatient with them at the time. It didn't help yeah. that my PlayStation was practically dead, and I had to lean it against the wall for it to read discs, but. That's a story for another day. And we're on to well, we are on to the subject: the third-party developers, the ones who didn't have a whole conference to themselves, and/or no, just got uh, any just stage time. Just general like games that have been announced, and you know, well, yeah, there's been a, obviously a lot more than than we'll cover. But these are the ones that we'd like to keep our eye on, and things that we've. No, no, no. These are the ones we just remembered five minutes before we decided to record this. <laughs> <laughs> that is, tell the truth. Don't tell people. Tell the, the truth. Secrets. You have to be honest about these things. No, you don't. Okay, so we were... Well, we can refer back to the last podcast. What were we interested about? We were interested with Space Marine. Yep. 
and as I, I think we mentioned briefly earlier, there was more gameplay videos, etc., of the Moi player. There's watching it play. It is essentially just Gears of War, but the focus is on getting in there. Bit more melee sort of combat. Yeah, the fastest way to heal yourself is to deal damage to the enemy. Ah, is, is the premise of it. Quite nice. And it, is, it has some pretty gruesome executions and yeah. things as well. <laughs> they, they they advertise that a lot when you listen to them talking about the game they developed. From the so. footage I watched, though, I'm worried it, it, would, it would get tired really quickly. That's the thing. Because there didn't seem to be much variety. Although saying that, I only really saw him using the one type of weapon because it was a chain sword and then a power sword. Ah, so maybe right. yeah. it was just power sword related kills. Whereas if you had a thunder hammer, for example, maybe they're different. We'll probably find that that we will probably end up getting it. So I would think I would. Ask, yeah, it hasn't put me off getting it. No. I still would. And what else? We were talking about Dead Island. Obviously, we talked for quite a while last time about that. And my predictions on Dead Island maybe being quite a a big title to look out for. Are still, sort of... still, still true. I think um, there's not been that much in the way of gameplay videos. There has been some four-player co-op video. It, it feels um, like which I linked of, you to earlier. They, they're not. They're showing like the sort of the generic gameplay of it, but they're not mm-hmm. really willing to release any sort of higher up. Um, the, the main story essentially yeah, is what exactly. you mean, because they have just been showing generic fetch quests, kill quests, etc. Yes. But so, that's such a it's such a bizarre con- concept to have in a zombie game, like MMO style, go kill, yeah, go collect. You can look at this in two ways: that like they're keeping this close to their chest. Because you know they don't want to spoil that, and you know don't let, let on case. all the details until the game's ready for for release. Or it is just full of these these kill quests, and it's just generic and mm-hmm. crappy. But it actually looks quite nice, and it maybe got you know a a couple of hours decent play in it, and then you find yourself getting bored. So that remains to be seen. And what's interesting in the uh, developer interview about the four player cop that came out of E three. The co-op is drop-in, drop-out. There's yeah. no menus, etc. And he also said, while one player is doing one thing, someone else can run off and do another. Yep. And um, um, it's a bit iffy how that would work. Because does that mean if you let someone into their game, they can go progress through quests you've not done and you'd essentially miss uh, out if you I were away doing something that, else? Like whether they could screw something up for you by either yeah, doing yeah. something that you weren't ready to do. If you had an open game, if that's possible. Like playing with friends, you're more likely you'll stick together because you're friends. You'll, there probably will be that. It, you'll have the option to lock the room or let it I would hope for so. friends. Mm-hmm. And if, if it is for friends, then... You know how are they going to go about dealing with that? Is it going to be integrated with Steam so that it's people from your friends list? Well, on the ah, on the subject of that as well, we were talking about pro- probably getting it for PC. I'm not, I'm not sold on needing to get it for PC. I think it's it would be unless it's going to have DLC. If it's a Steam game, then we might as well get it for PC because then it'll be free. The yeah. DLC. Uh, that, that I mean, my intention behind getting it for the PC was so that we. Um, Make videos. Well, not well. Not only could I do the videos, but if <laughs> you know, along the lines of like attributing it to like Oblivion and stuff, that you know, problems and patches and stuff, you can mm-hmm. deal with that on the PC easier than on a console. But as you're saying, as more has been announced about it, it probably is getting more towards getting it for the Xbox or something. Really, isn't it? It'll depend. It'll depend. I mean, still need to wait and see. There's and annoyingly no release date yet. Nope. I really expected them to give a release date at E3, and they didn't. And it looks it looks almost there. I I can't imagine they've got a lot left to do. 
Maybe they're just not interested in giving mm. one until they're really. You know, I would say. Uh, I would say it'd be the Christmas season. They'll yeah. try and get it then. Yeah, I. I not I'd not agree with that. not November because there's there's too much. They'd no. be stupid to it bring was, out in November. It completely snowed under in November. Mm-hmm. So on the subject of griefing multiplayer, so that we kind of covered there, there was also a bit of information about how it works in Dark Souls. I didn't catch that. It was I thought very little about Dark Souls. It was while, a dev talking while playing it and also, incidentally, dying over and over. That's like someone who made the game <laughs> dying over and over as he tried to play it. Although, maybe put that down to him talking at the same time. It, maybe. I mean, but he mentioned like, even even like the first game, even when you did get you know, you know know pretty good at it and when you got your better gear and you know a, a bit of savvy and stuff, you still did die quite a lot. Yeah, if you were complacent. Yeah. As so soon as you got ever so slightly complacent, death. he wasn't—he wasn't exact with the details, but he mentioned something about like a necromancer stone or something like that that affects other good player games and populates them with phantom enemies. And the only way to get rid of the phantom enemies is to invade the game of the person who's spawning them and kill them. Okay. So it almost sounds like the good player has to invade this time. Some—I oh. mean, the other way that worked in Demon Souls might still be there as well, but that's kind of how I thought he was explaining it. Maybe. Which is an interesting concept, like the the good guy essentially having to go invade another player. Yeah, that's quite strange. Mm. But also what I noticed, uh, and I really hope they don't do this because it will ruin the game, if they've taken to heart too much that they're a hardcore game, they'll try and deliberately make it ridiculously, stupidly hard. Yeah. And, and cross the line from fair difficulty to unfair difficulty. Too, you know, and challenging I'm, and I'm very worried that they've done that based on what I saw out of E3 so far. Rather than making it challenging, they make it frustrating, and then you don't exactly. actually want to play it. Yeah, that I think they're very close to crossing the line. Skyrim. Oh yeah, there was quite a lot of gameplay of that. Again, pro- probably I've been, like watching since since a, the first announcement, really, from God knows how long ago. Um, well, so it's. As far as new things go, it's not really new because it's been done by modders in Oblivion, but you can dual wield now. That's that's Because whatever's in either hand is activated by, well, they said a trigger because they were mostly doing the 360 version and noticed. Yeah, that, that's, that was quite unusual. But, but I think you might as well also to... say just a mouse, right mouse or left mouse. Yeah, I think they're, they're trying to encourage people to get that on the console, I think, over the, the PC version. Um not really specifically sure why, but it definitely feels like they're really pushing the console version of that. They were perhaps paid. I mean, it who knows? Be. You take sponsorships wherever you get it in the gaming industry. Yeah. So yeah, the dragons. We knew that was coming, but they're they're unscripted events, which I wasn't expecting. Some of them. Some of them are. Not they, all. They will. There must be scripted ones. Yeah, but they're, yeah. they're story central. Saying that you know there will be unscripted dragon battles and. Uh, the you know stealthing ability from Oblivion is back, so you can play a nice mm-hmm. slinky stealthy class properly, which was my biggest bugbear with Morrowind, where you know you you could get all these lock picking skills and sneaking skills and stuff, but in reality it didn't really feel like you were that sneaky or stealthy. In Morrowind, no, no, I suppose I, not. I, I mean, this goes you know down that line where I like being a big stinking thief basically <laughs> in fact I used to play the first sort of must have been like the first year worth of time spent playing um, Morrowind all I did was just try to steal everything I just used to try and like break into every house 
and steal things, <laughs> or kill people and steal things. And I just like well, it's fun when games let you go to that. I was explore I, your kleptomania to that degree. Near the storyline, never went anywhere near any of the quests. I just went around stealing and killing, <laughs> and just making myself better at stealing. Maybe not so and much killing. the killing side, but mostly, mostly just stealing. I quite like that. I quite like the ability to to break in somewhere and steal everything. <laughs> in a game, in a game, in a, in a game, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, you're not implying things are going missing in your neighbourhood. No. So I imagine that I will go down that same route in Skyrim as well. But I took to playing a sort of stealthy assassin that uses a bow in Oblivion. That seems to be what I stick to every single time. So I'd probably do that first try hmm. in Skyrim. That's quite, quite interesting because that's not really your normal sort of class type. No, I usually go to the generic warrior that smashes everything. Yeah. Because I like greatsword as a weapon of choice or scythe. Scythe is a a, a very rare weapon. It is. That's why I say greatsword first. (laughs) You know, that's weird. That's the second person I've had to say that to today. How weird is that? Hmm. Just the random conversation that you happen to have with two people about your favourite archetype RPG character. And you've I already said you you find it hard to go the good guy in games. You prefer yeah in games where I get given the choice between going good or evil. I find it very difficult to go the good guy. So back in the Dungeons and Dragons and Neverwind Neverwinter days, were you chaotic evil or chaotic neutral? I never do you remember? Really do you remember that lawful scale? But it's like lawful and unlawful, etc. No, I need to find you one of those online tests. <laughs> that you do. That's a you find idea. a woman. Do you rape her, mug her, take her home? <laughs> All of the above. <laughs> <laughs> All of the above. <laughs> really? Yeah, no, no, no. But, but when it comes to like when when I fill out um, like questionnaires, I, I wouldn't necessarily. <laughs> that I I always go to the extremes. I never put in, like, you know, maybe I'll be a little bit bad or a little bit bad. <laughs> I would just go, yeah, I'll be a complete cock. Or, you know, yeah, I'll be, a, a, you know, a nice guy or whatever. But, yeah, I suppose, like, in... Is that because you don't take the question seriously, basically? No, no, I don't take questionnaires seriously yeah. in the slightest, really. We get um, questionnaires at work sometimes. Oh, I, do sarca- I, I do sarcastic answers. <laughs> like, if you don't hit your target this week, what will you do? And I think I said commit suicide. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is that because they say yeah these will be um, confidential. You're like, well, if I can say whatever I want and they don't know who it is, I will say whatever the hell I want. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't fill in your questionnaire. I was too busy having <laughs> sex with my coworkers. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. So, sex with coworkers, Mass Effect Three. Sex That's... with coworkers, Mass Effect Three. Yeah, I'm there sure wasn't, even, there wasn't even a pause between the two. Oh, it's a better segue than so Mass Effect Three. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna. <laughs> we really need to avoid that. <laughs> so, okay, so do you want to talk about Mass Effect Three? Because I don't really have that much to say about it, to be honest. No, um, I haven't actually played the second one yet. So. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Um, well, that may be better because the second one is just space filler. But what will happen is the third one will come out. Second one's price will plummet. I'll get the second one at discount. That's very Scottish of you. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. You've learned well. <laughs> there was a new trailer for the Devil May Cry game that's just called Devil May Cry again because they're reimagining it and you know everyone hates how Dante looks now. And the new trailer 
almost did something about it in the sense that when he goes into what I assume is Devil Trigger this time, he gets his white hair and red cape look. <laughs> but really that's not enough because the old style Danny was an asshole and a prick, but he was comical. And that was like, he was over the top and stupid and that's why people like him. Flamboyant, yeah. Whereas this new one is an emo prick and no one likes emos. No. So why have they made him like sort of depressing looking and like he's 19 when he should be 50 odd by now? It's just, I suppose, one of those cultural things. It's a horrible idea. They latch onto something and it goes down the toilet. They could have reimagined the gameplay without trying to reimagine an established character. That's the mistake they've made. I hear that they're making a film of it as well. Not oh, so much like well, a film of the game, but a film of Devil May Cry. Well, maybe that's why then. Maybe they're trying to get get people interested in that kind of character, but... Uh, <laughs> like, I usually like trying to put into words how I feel about things, whether it's good or bad, but just... <laughs> <laughs> you make the, I'm going to give you some items <laughs> in Minecraft noise. <laughs> yeah, the... <laughs> Now this this is going to make it in, just us going <laughs> A pickaxe, yes! <laughs> a spleen, oh dear. <laughs> so I noticed that there was quite a lot of sort of Resident Evil like announcement stuff. It just sort of felt there was like a sort of slew of it all sort of came out. And I was Obviously, that they must have. That was a fantastic segue from us going. By the way, that was masterful. <laughs> Don't fuck it up <laughs> by pointing out. How I'm, I'm pointing it out, but applauding at it. Yeah, so it did. Yeah, it did feel like it was quite a lot. And obviously, it's been a bit of time since Resident Evil Five, and we are waiting for what is essentially Resident Evil Six. So, well, no, Resident Evil Six is in the making. Yeah, but we're still waiting for it. But Revelations the is the one in the meantime. Yeah, given. Revelations and what's the other one called? Raccoon City. Yeah, yeah, that's that's. What yeah, I, I totally forgot about. about that. Which basically takes us back to the timeline-wise of like Resident Evil Two. A timeline, yeah, it takes you back to the setting of Resident Evil Two, yeah. but a parallel to it where you can mess it up. So you can by, take with the course. Well, I say mess it up. Your mission is to kill Leon and Claire. <laughs> so well, it's, it's your it's your goal to try and then you play as it plays like Left 4 Dead mixed with. Gears of War, Resident Evil, obviously. Yeah, it, it definitely like looking at it. It definitely looks like the last sort of two incarnations of the the main Resident Evil franchise, so four and five. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it definitely has that sort of Left for Dead sort of element thrown in. Where I think a lot of things are going to get picked compared to Left for Dead when you've got kill lots of zombies. Sadly, yeah, as if, as if it was the first thing. But it does. It looks really. Uh, I watched like quite a few gameplay videos of it. Players, I think it'll be. Mm. A, I think it'll be what is interesting is it isn't just zombies and and monsters. Obviously, you've got the lickers and the tyrant. But it also there's also quite a few human enemies. The I think it's surviving police and army. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and the I difference is um, like gunfire can make you bleed, which then has the effect of like if a boomer vomited on you in Left 4 Dead. Yeah, they all. So go the zombies for the, uh, you, and then the you can also be infected from zombie damage, in which case you've got to vaccinate yourself. Ah, I didn't didn't catch oh, that. Yes, bit, I watched I watched someone fail to do that, and then you do your zombify, and you become like a one of those super zombies. So you you play as a zombie then? No, you respawn oh. by the looks of things. Does that mean that you then have to go and kill that super zombie? That's like, well, I think you can't respawn until the point at which they kill you as oh, a zombie. I think. Like as like, there's a lot of different videos doing the rounds, so I was kind of jumping between them. So, 
but anyway, yeah, that's that's one to watch for sure. And just as a brief aside, I do have one more random thing to talk about to fit in somewhere, but you can then carry on with Rage now. Yes. So it, it's it's from ID, so obviously they've got a lot of shooters under the belts, and it is a shooter. But it seems to follow in the graphical stylings and atmosphere of Borderlands. <clears throat> is it multiplayer? As far as I'm aware, it's not. It's a single player. And is this the same one as the Rage that's on the iPhone and iPad? No, that well... I believe that those are on the rails. Um, yeah, they are. That's why I'm asking. Of, I'm, of I'm that curious. Universe. Ah, um, right. Whereas this is like you know the, the full game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, yeah, it, it looks all right. I'm not hundred percent like dead certain on whether or not it's something I'm considering getting like on release. Um, mm. But it's 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 one that I think might do really quite well when it comes. Oh, to I think just because it's an eyed game that it will also. I mean that alone will get people yeah, I after mean, it. You know, saying that you made you know Doom and stuff like that pretty much seals <laughs> <laughs> the deal, doesn't it? Cause pretty much, yeah. You know, it's a name that gets attention. Yeah, we we made Doom. We're making another shooter game. You know. <laughs> you know, I could still Take go back and money. play Doom, even though it's. I mean, I, in fact, I did. I got it on Xbox yep, Live. We went back. It is one it. of those things I can just go we back and play. We went back and did it so you could hear some achievements. I remember doing so. Uh, yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> it is good. It's, it's just, good just to the do only it. thing that you really have to do is turn the music down a bit. Oh, because the yeah the, 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 the music just does keeps get on a bit going. Sort of iffy. So I did have a random annoyance, or it's actually a plugging I want to do, but for nothing that I'm involved in. Right. Because. Okay. Because earlier in the week, a TV program I watched called Psychoville finished, season two finished. It's just a six-run series, and I really enjoyed the first one, and the second one's also been very good. It's done by Reese Shearsmith and Steve Pemberton, I might be saying his name wrong, two of the four League League of Gentlemen who did the League of Gentlemen. Um, And from what I've been hearing, because the BBC didn't really promote it, kind of messed up the schedule a bit. They actually delayed the final episode so they could show an episode of Mock the Week. I mean, that's how little respect they had for it. And as a result, it, it doesn't sound like there's going to be a third season. And it annoyed me because there's so much shit on television and the rare gems of something that's actually very decent written by talented folk and actors I would get forgetting about forgotten about rather so what I'm the reason I'm bringing it up is that on the 13th of June the season 2 DVD is out or you can buy a collection of season 1 and season 2 and I would like you to please go out and buy it because Me? if it does well well you, well yeah you I haven't even watched the first season so well that's why I said there's also a collection you can get 1 and 2 and it also has the Halloween special which was brilliant on it as well like the first so, so you need to sort of sell the promise the promise the premise well I, I'm just in, and it's not just to you it's to everyone yeah. because if it does well at that point it should still get commissioned for a third season the first series was a whodunit five seemingly unrelated people all get a message saying I know what you did and it's a mystery you can watch it and you can actually figure it out before the end if you pay enough attention right, the second okay. this second season has been more about the secret behind an object. I'm trying to be as vague as possible. What something does, and, and there's. So, if if you've seen League of Gentlemen, is it in the same style of humor? The same. I would say the humor is dark. identical. Yes, it yes. is less dark than the third season of League of Gentlemen. So it's more like the classics first right. two seasons, when it was at its prime, in my opinion. Fair enough. Yeah, it doesn't have. It isn't constant humor. 
so don't be expecting that. It is macabre. Yeah. Like folk, folk die and it's about murder and things like that. Lovely. And the Halloween special was very sort of Tales of the Crypt. It was just, <laughs> it wasn't connected to the main plot. Well, it technically was in that two characters from it were telling each other's stories. And it's four short stories based on horror films. And the first one in particular, which I'm not going to go into because it will hopefully encourage folk to get it, was a brilliant like horror story. I didn't. I didn't have. I didn't have any gore or anything or any cheap frights. It was just a perfect bit of short horror, without resorting to those things. Roald Dahl was one of the best at doing short horror stories. Yeah, I, I, I always loved that. That, that Roald Dahl was such a good horror writer when he was also such a good child children's yeah. author. Like that's talent if you can do both things. Yeah. He was very good. So yeah, if you haven't checked out any short stories, I suggest you do. Um, oh, and for people in the UK, can also probably still catch most, if not all, of season two of Psychoville on iPlayer, and it does recap the first season at the start of the first episode. But obviously, it doesn't fully do it justice. Hmm. Well, there you go. So, yeah, there you go. So, do you want to start completely, completely um, selflessly as well? Well, it's because I'm listening to. Well, the no, tour. no, actually, you know what? Like I follow Reese Shearsmith on if they get, Twitter. If you were season three, you get to watch it. So. Yeah, I've been listening to him like he sounds depressed on Twitter, quite frankly. <laughs> and it's a shame because he's he like he's my favourite actor out of a lot of them. So I, I think we should probably start wrapping things up now, unless you have anything major to talk about. Well, I'm thinking people might find it a bit strange that we haven't really mentioned Gears of War three. No, people won't be <laughs> because they know I don't like Cliff Blazinski. You might so not I, like him. I don't give a shit about him and his game or whatever random rapper he decides to bring on stage with him. It, it, yeah, it, I reckon it'll be good fun. It'll be good fun, but it will be no different to Gears of War 1 or Gears of War 2. The multiplayer yeah. will be very slightly different. We shall see. So that, that wraps up Gears of War 3. <laughs> How concise. Yeah, didn't you want to just have a list of things where I could go shit, good, shit, good? All right. Well, I'll... no. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> you I've need to prepare that well in advance. <laughs> Retailers always get games that are coming in sale later that month or week early. So, say a game's out on the Friday, chances are they'll have it on Sunday or the Monday before yeah, the release date. Yeah, it makes sense day. for them to be able to set up the. And it's 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 like fairly that. common knowledge among people that that's true because yeah. they get to play the games early because they do that on purpose so that they can sell them better. Why? Yeah, but it would make sense regardless because mm-hmm. they need time well, to yeah. get the shipment in and get it all set up. Exactly, but that's also another an advertising reason is another reason. Yeah. So one night when my friend was closing up the place that he works, and he was coming out the back, he was accosted by someone who wanted him to steal him a copy of Halo Reach a week early, and when he refused, he was attacked. And luckily, my friend happens to be quite big and managed to defend himself, although they both sort of came away quite injured. And the guy never got caught, even though it was on film. Even though it was on film? How does that Because work? couldn't be identified. I guess it was just the wrong angle or whatever, but yeah. A Halo Reach player was so desperate to play it a week early, he was willing to beat up another person. Lovely. Yeah. And people wonder why I hate people. <laughs> That was our evening special. Got an hour and a half worth of audio yeah, to, to, to cut through. That's going to keep me busy pretty much all weekend, isn't it? Please do send questions and comments to the address and whatnot we've plugged earlier. We'll probably have. You, you need to preview the last podcast on YouTube, let alone this one. <laughs> yeah, but there you I go. I suppose I do. I, I suppose so. 
among any every other things. So yeah. our next one will be whenever. So yeah, the next will be well, two weeks is the way that we sort of roughly do it, and it seems to be two weeks at the moment, doesn't it? Yeah, pretty it seems much to be sticking quite well to that. Actually, I'm surprised. Yeah, we're actually sticking to it really rather than the inverted commas version. Yeah. I'm actually thinking, actually, in advance that the next one might actually be delayed because I won't be, um, I won't be around. Oh, you're being assassinated, right? Because um, yeah, that I think I'll be down in Birmingham or assassinated, whichever comes first. Yeah, whoever finds you first. <laughs> so, so there you have it. Probably wraps that up. So, smell so you later. When- you're seriously not going to end a podcast on Smell You Later. I, I want not? you to leave this bit in. You've, you, I bet you've pressed stop, haven't you? No. No? Well, good, because I want this left in. You're not ending a podcast on Smell You Later. <laughs> what the hell kind of ending is that? Smell You Later. End it on me ranting about it. 